I just, I, I mean, I think St. Louis barbecue is, so it's you- overrated like their baseball team. This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast. I am Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. And I am Ann, a.k.a. The Dining Critic. <laughs> we got to get a better... I know. I, I you. you know, I want to say something funny and then... Um, it doesn't seem like it's going to be funny, so I figure, don't try to be funny. How about AKA restaurant killer? Restaurant killer? No. <laughs> kind of like you get. I don't know. You want an edge, don't you? An you edge. Want me to have an edge. An edge. I mean, uh-huh. Go along I'll with your. Go that. along with your new dye uh, purple hair. Isn't isn't you know saying keep them lord cold edgy enough? That's a tagline that we're trying to merchandise to make some money on T-shirts. Right, and when is that happening? I don't know. Okay. Soon. But on this week's of this bites, we're going to talk about uh, hogs. More importantly, not the animal, but the motorcycle. It is Harley Fest uh, upon us, 115th uh, anniversary of Harley. And the writers are coming in from all over the world uh, this weekend. We're going to talk about a couple of events happening, uh, uh, especially culinary events going on during Harley Fest. Also, we're going to talk about the View Milwaukee, new restaurant, their new patio. Uh, also, I mentioned some couple of things in the new Milwaukee Magazine Best of Milwaukee issue. Uh, but we're going to kick it off with barbecue and Harley Fest. It's the annual Big Gig Barbecue at Summer Fest that is uh, going on uh, this coming Sunday. Got a lot of vendors. You got 15 local vendors participating this year at the Big Gig Barbecue down at the Summerfest grounds, including Atlas Barbecues, Doc Commerce Smokehouse, which is actually a pretty good place to go, Smoke Shack, Iron Grates, Hawaii Vietnamese. Wow. Going to be down there. I wonder I what they're going to be doing. barbecue is like. I don't know. Miss Beverly's, Famous Dave's Barbecue, Nino's Southern Size, Pitches. I heard a lot about Pitches. They're known for their uh, prime rib. Is that right? Uh, they're known as a, kind of a, a supper club. club. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they do a lot of different things, but one of the things they're really known for, though, is their barbecue. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, so there's a lot of, of, of vineyards, but there's other events. New this year is the Amateur Barbecue Rib Competition, uh, open to local backyard barbecue enthusiasts. Um, I don't know if you are, people out there think their ribs are the best, and I can say it's not compared to mine's, but you can try. Interests <laughs> uh, uh, must bring their own grill. And meat, and the meat will be provided by Kettle Range Meat. So I don't know if you have to register. I don't know when the registration is. We'll post links on the website. I don't, but it's that's happening. So okay, so you're not you're not one of those those competitors this year. It huh? wouldn't be fair. No, it well, wouldn't be fair. Geez, it would just it would. It's kind of like uh, I don't know Serena Williams playing tennis against people. It's like I take a break. Let let the let the real amateurs mm-hmm. battle it out. I don't mm-hmm. want to embarrass people. Right. You know, it's just, I want to dirty my hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's a, that's a new entry this year at uh, the Big Gig Barbecue at Summerfest. Then there's also, there's the Big Gig Pig Award. Say that five times fast. Uh, and fans will have the opportunity to vote for their favorite barbecue cooker until 6 p.m. that day. The winner will be announced at 6.30. Um, so what's your favorite type of sauce, by the way? Had this discussion. This is, you know, in the South, there's a debate oh, about sauces. Yeah, um, you know, it. You like St. Louis barbecue, don't you? 
Oh, I do. I do like yeah, St. Louis barbecue, but I, I... I still don't know why we're still friends. Really? I just... I, I mean, I think St. Louis barbecue is... So you, it's overrated like their baseball team. Okay, so you think it's Memphis. Oh, that's even worse. Memphis is even worse. Okay. I'm a Carolina boy. So you're the Carolina... Okay. Carolina style, not... Because te- there's also a Texas style. Texas is overrated. Yeah. Brisket's cool. But I'm talking about sauces. I know. I well, know. So then the barbecue is so the sauces. I like vinegar sauce. I do too. I like, I like vinegar sauce too. Yeah. But with a, you know, if you, let's say you have barbecue that has a dry rub on it, I really like when that rub has so much flavor, you don't mm. really need a sauce. Yeah. I rather like use the sauce on the side, personally. Yeah. If you cover, a true barbecue person says, if you have to use sauce for your barbecue while you're barbecuing, you, 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 you're terrible. Yeah. Well, sauce I, is, sauce is I afterwards. think we agree. If we both like a vinegar base, I, we might really like the same kind yeah. of sauce then. But St. Louis is sweet. And thick and ketchupy. Uh, well, that wasn't the sauce I preferred the most when I was just in uh, St. Louis. Okay. So, no. Oh. No. So, you know, for a St. Louis of sauces, you don't like St. Louis sauce, but you like their barbecue. I like their barbecue, yeah. But the sauces. And I should say, I like the particular barbecue place that I went yeah. to. But they're known, St. Louis is known for burnt ins, though, which I guess that's a thing. Yeah. That's their, that's their Pacific thing, burnt ins. Do you like burnt ins? If it's done well. Yeah. I mean, it's people, it's an art. I, I mean, I've had pulled pork that it sounds like they just way overcooked it. I'm sitting there like it's chewing gum. I get more tender pieces from chewing gum than some pulled pork. Right. You know, you know, it's, it's, it's an art. It's a craft. It's a skill. And people think they can do good, but it's, it's, it's patience. And I think you have to have Southern DNA to do good barbecue. All right. Well, <laughs> you have nothing to say to that. I, I don't because, I mean, I don't know. You've just pretty much negated all the, the restaurants up here. That Iron Great. He's a southerner. He has southern DNA. He does, for yeah. sure. Yeah. He said that. Yeah. Because yeah. isn't he really from Chicago? No, he's Texas. Oh, he's from Texas? Okay. Texas. yeah. All right. Sorry, Aaron Patton. I, yeah. I, I, I was thinking genes. you were actually from Chicago. And Jason Alston of Heaven's Tables. He has southern yeah. DNA from his family. His family's from Mississippi and uh, I forgot what other state. I still think you can maybe get some southern DNA by osmosis. Nah, I don't know. I'll be the judge for that. <laughs> <laughs> are you Are you going to go? Are you going to try this barbecue? I think time? I might try it. I might, I might be like uh, going around like just looking. Skeptically? Skeptical and like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people are like, what do you think? I'm going to go like, mm and walk. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am a barbecue snob. I'm sorry. I am Are a barbecue snob. Are you now? Snob. Really? Yeah. I I'm an unbashedly unashamed uh-huh. barbecue snob. Okay. So, again, that's happening uh, during uh, Harley Fest, Summerfest Grounds, big gig barbecue um, Sunday from noon to six. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. Now we're back on this Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast. Anne and Tariq, we're going to continue talking about a couple of, uh, well, at least one major uh, um, event that's happening during Harley Fest that's happening at Motor. Can you talk about what's happening at Motor, which is at the Harley-Davidson Museum? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Motor is the restaurant there. Uh, you know, it's a fun, it's a really fun restaurant because if you go to that campus, it faces the 
you know, the river. So it has a really great little patio outside. So going to hope that the weather's going to be really nice. You're certainly going to be able to see a lot of motorcycles when you're there. Really? Yeah, can you believe that? I was expecting bird scooters. Uh, very, very funny. <laughs> so, um, you know, if you're going to be over there checking out the museum, which is a very cool museum, so I would I would recommend yeah. doing it. You're going to have to fight some crowds. Um there, so the motor menu, I'm just going to mention some highlights here. They do smoked in-house barbecue, by the way, Tariq. Um, stuffed potatoes, mac and cheese, made-from-scratch soups, hand-packed burgers. Um, they kind of, you know, their whole thing is like America, right? That's the whole, I mean, like, isn't that sort of America. a mystique? No, but isn't that the mystique of Harley-Davidson, too? It's like America riding through, you know. There's a, cin- there's a very, whatever, there's a very whole... cinematic thing to the Harley But it's it's about being story. in America, don't you think? Yeah, I think it's uh, more, it's not about just America, but it's about the open road. The open road, yeah. Okay, Which so is a, it's a very American thing. So I guess you could say what you're doing at Motor, what they're trying to do is like take you on a culinary road trip. Ah. Okay, so that way. Um they do a smokehouse chicken salad. They do roadhouse beef chili. I haven't had that chili in a long time, but I remember it being pretty good. Prime smokehouse burger, uh, barbecue pork stuffed potato, buffalo chicken uh, mac, or smoked brisket sandwich. Um, they also do for dessert. I see the booyahs do. They do booyah there. Remember we had a conversation yeah. about that congressman uh-huh. or the legislator want to make booyah, the, like the official, the, the official soup, state food, food or, or something. something. Yeah. yeah. Um, they also do a cobbler, like a seasonal, like a peach cobbler, or other different kinds of fruit, uh, a motor sundae, and they do do a banana cream pie in a jar. Um, and just so you know, they also have, I mean, there's a can room where they do, um, you know, can, it's like canned beer. I mean, that's that's the whole mm. like theme of that bar. Uh, but in there, they're they're doing kind of some like quick bites, you know, like classic cheese curds, fried cheese curds. Um, that pulled pork sandwich. Uh, they've got the Booyah stew, wings, classic Mac. Um, that's if you're kind of coming and going. But Motor's also going to have all these different confes- con- confession. Yeah, confessionals. No, concession stands and food trucks stationed throughout the campus because uh, obviously there's going to be a lot of need for food. And those are going to be really kind of, um, you know, really easy kind of classic American fare like cheeseburgers, brats. Chicken, um, I'm sorry, not chicken. Yeah, chicken tenders. I'm sorry, chicken tenders, nachos, jumbo turkey legs. That's what I wanted originally to say. Jumbo turkey legs. Jumbo turkey legs. Yeah. Uh, Pizza, tacos. I'd rather than do um, cheese steaks, uh, things like that. Turkey butt. Turkey butt. That's tastier than legs. Okay, so you can you can probably just go over to Snack Boys and get that turkey butt. Didn't they have turkey butt over there? Well, Jason Austin of Heaven's Tables. You used to be at Mikey's. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, To die for. To die for, just the texture and the flavor. Yeah. And it's just mm. well. Here we're talking about turkey legs, yeah. and um, that yeah, that's going to be one of the concession items over at Motor. And um, I, their hours are pretty extensive over the weekend, um, till from nine to ten thirty um, on Wednesday through Saturday, um, and then on Sunday uh, they're going to be open from nine to seven p.m. nine a.m. to seven p.m. Okay, cool. That's something going on for all you Harley writers and non-Harley I mean, writers. You can also, you can also, Tariq, do what you would normally do on a weekend or a holiday weekend, and just listen because you're gonna, you're gonna hear a lot 
of motorcycles, right? That's the understatement of the year. Do you do you remember? Maybe you don't because you're not from here, but that um, the Harley. I think they patented that sound, yeah. potato, potato, because that's what the the cycles, the sound, the mm-hmm. engine would make the room potato, potato, mm-hmm. you know, potato, potato. But I don't know that they make that sound anymore. No, I don't know. I know I don't get much sleep <laughs> during Harley Fest. Two or three a.m. Yeah, I was going to say I, I'm, I'm wondering what my sleep schedule is going to look like. Yeah, I remember but. last time I was like, the first time I had Harley Fest, came here and I'm just like, oh, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool, and I go to bed. I go, that's not cool. <laughs> that's not cool. Three a.m. I'm like, oh my god, you got to be kidding me. And speaking of which, if you want to see a lot of riders, they're going to be over at Iron Horse for sure. Yeah. I mean, that I remember I was at the art museum. They had all the bikes parked on the, yeah. the lawn at the art museum. Oh, yes, yes. And I was thinking, like, you ever seen those movies? Those kind of like Chevy Chase kicked the bikes. And oh, yeah, and they all over. fall over. It's like dumb. And I, I was just visualizing, like, what if I did that? And like, <laughs> like all those bikes. <laughs> I won't do that. So just don't. Yeah, and, come if, at and me. if you do see that happen somewhere, you can be sure that somehow it was Tariq. <laughs> he made sure that happened. And I post a picture of me, which is going to be really a picture of Anne. Oh, uh, yeah. Um,. No, seriously, the next up, we're going to talk about View Milwaukee. It's a new restaurant that took over, a recently new restaurant that took over Wolf Peach. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have some new news. New news. New news. What's going on there? Uh, this week, they opened their new patio. Um, and if you remember, Wolf Peach always had that lower level patio, but it was... Um, it was surrounded by their beautiful garden. Mm-hmm. Um, the View Milwaukee people have removed quite a bit of that garden, and they built uh, a patio that uh, some of it has kind of a pergola over it. It's a pretty extensive, um, serious patio that we're talking about here. Um, and they just de- so they just de- debuted it this week, um, and they want and they know they wanted to have it open up, you know, in, in advance of mm-hmm. the um, anniversary celebration for Harley Davidson. Um, it seats about a hundred people. Um, it includes an outdoor bar um, with table seating, couches. They have fire pits. I know they're going to put heaters in as well so they can keep the patio open into fall. Um, they're calling it the backyard. That's what they're they're mm. calling this okay. patio area. Um, and the, on the patio, they're they're serving the regular dinner um, and brunch menus. Um, but they're also going to be serving. They're also going to be open seven days a week between two and five p.m. offering light snacks and beverages out on the patio. Um, so, and, and also one thing I wanted to mention because they're open for brunch, they have this kind of rolling Bloody Mary cart. Uh, that they can bring out on the patio and you okay. can kind of build your own Bloody nice. Mary. Um, and they're doing also um, uh, glasses of uh, Veuve Clicquot Rose Champagne. Ro- I'm sorry, Rosé Champagne. Um, and that's uh, something in celebration of um, the 200th anniversary of, of the Rosé. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah, this is what you learn mm. on this fight. I don't think we ever talked about, I could be wrong, I'm old and senile, but... We never really mentioned the menu, did mm-hmm. we? I I think that we maybe mentioned it in opening. They're coming in town, yeah. But I don't think we had their menu. Maybe not. But I was just looking at the menu. It looks pretty good. You were there. You've been there, right? I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a really interesting menu. Like the appetizers. One thing that stands out to me is adobo roasted peanuts. Sounds very tasty. 
It's uh, uh, it's arranged in order of kind of like the sizes and the the style of what you're getting. So right. they start out with boards, you know, cheese charcuterie boards. Mm-hmm. They have a pickled uh, pickled vegetable flight that they do and okay. snacks. So that one of the things you just mentioned yeah. was a snack. And then other items are kind of like shareable plates. Okay. And I guess depending on what they are, they might be more small plate style, but they you know are seafood based meat based vegetable based because like one thing you mentioned like you really liked was the korean beef tartare which chard also does a very good one it's like gochujang aioli pickled shallot soy egg yolk so it's like a soy sauce kind of egg yolk and a wheat cracker um i guess this is a uh maybe not a vegan i thought it was a vegan dish by the title but it's not vegan it is not vegan at all it is beef tartare no i'm talking about the nutritional yeast Fettuccine pasta. Oh, okay. By looking at the title, you, you think that's a vegan. Something else. But it has a, it's a lamb ragu. Yeah. And a fermented tomato cream fresh. So it's by the title you think it's vegan, but it's not. But it looks interesting. Nutritional yeast for the fettuccine pasta. But I guess you can make it vegan. Uh, they have sea scallops, crab cakes, charred octopus with harissa. And kalamata kalamata olives. That's a nice dish too. Sometimes. Um, when you order octopus, I mean, it can so often be charred to the point of being chewy. Yeah. Mistral does a good job too. Um, yeah, they do a nice job with that mm. with that octopus. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, kind of a rollover from Wolf Peach Days. There's a, a wood fired or wood ro- wood roasted oven, wood fired pizza oven, and um, they refurbished it and they're doing their own pizzas. As I can well. see that they, they got, got a pimento six, cheese and kale pizza. pizza. I like the idea of pimento cheese, but you can hold the kale. <laughs> Um, Pepidou, some really cool stuff here on this menu. I should check it out. I haven't, haven't been there. I haven't been there since it was uh, Wolf Peach. Okay. Um, next up, let's talk about the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. It is the best of Milwaukee, mm-hmm. the Reader's Choice Award, but you picked some interesting places as some best things to check out. Mm-hmm. One yeah, deals those... with chocolate, another one deals with pizza. Yeah, that's in the dining section, which is the cover story is, is best of. Um, one of them, okay, yeah, chocolate. I'm a huge chocolate person, <laughs> but um, we may differ on this. Uh, I'm not a milk chocolate person. I'm definitely more of a dark chocolate uh, person. Well, ladies and- like me too. I can see why you're a dark <laughs> chocolate person. So, uh, okay, so there's a there's an. I was talking and uh, about a place um, that opened um, a chocolate shop that opened in Wauwatosa called Tabal. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not new. Um, the owner has been actually. Um, making these chocolate bars, bean-to-bar chocolates. Um, he was originally renting out a, uh, a space inside Amaranth Bakery. Um, but he outgrew that space, and he uh, has moved into this great old storefront um, right on, you know, right off the main drag, right off of State Street in Wauwatosa. And um, it's the only bean-to-bar chocolate shop in Milwaukee, for sure. And I, I don't know where the, the other closest would be. What do you mean bean to bar? Well, okay. So he sources he sources own beans. the cacao from, Actual. no, they're not his beans. I mean, he sources them from C- Central and South America, okay. um, where, you know, those farmers are Like fresh beans and he them. roasted them himself? They, um, he does as much as he can up okay. here. They are dried before they are okay. shipped here. And then the the process goes on once they okay. they actually arrive at the at the chocolate shop. But it's really interesting. He does um, uh, countless. I mean, there are well over a dozen um, bars. 
that, um, you know, each chocolate could be anywhere from like 50 percent cacao up to even 100 percent. So we're talking, you know, really dark chocolates. Um, some of them are get infused with like a, there's a there's a reishi like rubis <laughs> tea flavored in one. There's a chai flavoring in another. Um, it's I mean there are all sorts of other things that he offers there too. He has uh, drinking chocolate mix. Um, mm. He has uh, uh, the chocolate kind of like a melting chocolate that you can use for baking or for making your own hot cocoa at home. There's also a coffee or a, a chocolate bar, rather, in there. You can get truffles and gelatos. Uh, you can get the, some of the best hot chocolate that I've, I've found, including sipping chocolate hot that you can just get right there. Perfect. What's different? What's, 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 you said hot chocolate and sipping, sipping chocolate. Sipping chocolate is like a concentrated, almost like a, a thick Is it just syrup. melted? It, yes, essentially, but it's sweet and it is rich, okay. incredibly rich. And you only want to. There's no milk in it. No, no, no. It isn't like a a thinned out chocolate beverage. And it's hot. But it's hot. Yeah. But it is sippable. So it is a liquid, but it's just very thick and rich and incredible. Okay. You you definitely need to try it if you've never had it before. Yeah. I haven't even heard of it until now. Um, That's interesting. Years ago, there was a roastery in the old, or where Anodyne used to be in the public market. Um, it was Cedarburg Coffee Roasters, and they had it in the wintertime. They had oh. they had sipping chocolate. I assume it it's, comes in like a small yes, cup. It's, it's not like a mug. It's <laughs> almost like, I mean, if you could think of like drinking chocolate mousse or something like that. But that's okay. what, I mean, that's what I mean in terms of the that richness sounds of it. warming. Oh, it even yeah. sounds better than like just hot chocolate, but it it's just sounds well, like it just sticks to your... Yes, so it's really satisfying. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Cool. And the next place is Pizza, Pizza Farm. Yeah. I mean, if you have the chance to drive out to a pizza farm before the end of fall, you got to do it because it is so much fun. It is like a break from your normal So when is routine. pizza picking time? Ha. Very funny. Okay. So if you want to know what the premise of this is, because mm-hmm. you probably, it sounds like you don't really understand the premise, Tariq. Well, then we talked about one, I think once we were launched, despite there was one out near the border of yeah. uh, Minnesota. There's, there's a whole bunch of them, actually, mm-hmm. if, as you get into the western part of the state. But the one I wrote about is in East Troy, which is about a 40-minute drive mm-hmm. from here. And um, it's a, a young couple. They they run this farm called Grassway Organics. Um, they have their own um, they have their own chickens and goats. And um, uh, Chaz, who's one of the owners, he put in a pizza oven. Um, and so on Saturdays between four and eight, um, he you know, fires up this oven and um, makes pizzas. Mm. Uh, and, you know, it's from the crust that they make. Um, the cheese, they have cows. So the cheese that they use, the mozzarella cheese, is, is made from their cow's mm. milk. Um, they get vegetables from a local CSA. Um, the, the pork sausage that goes on the, <laughs> on the pizza comes from, from their own pigs. So, I mean, it's, it's just this really great, like, you're, you know, everything kind of goes back to the earth. And it is the most beautiful spot to go out, hmm. sit on a picnic table, listen to some live music, because oftentimes they will have that, and order a pizza. And so I'm figuring, I'm figuring since summer is wrapping up, it's, this probably is going to... This is going to wrap up, too. Too soon. Yeah. It's yeah. going to wrap up probably by the end of October. Most okay. of them are, you know, have their last pizzas on the farm okay. around that time. It just starts to get too cold. You know, things start to frost. Do they do Grubhub or Eat Street Delivery to Milwaukee? Uh, no, they don't. Darn. I was trying to just save 
But you know what you could do, Tariq? You could put a pizza oven in your backyard. I mean, maybe you need a permit or something. I don't know how that works in the city. But I feel like you need a permit for everything. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. I mean, along with those chickens. I need a permit to get a permit. Yeah, you need a permit to get a permit. (laughs) But you could do that, Tariq. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I might want to check it out before. It just sounds scenic. It sounds relaxing. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. And to me, like, the whole thing is, is, it's like, it's not just going and having the pizza. It's Mm -hmm. sitting out in this beautiful, like, you're in the middle of... Yeah. You know, a f- why I think it's kind of nice. Farmland. Yeah, it's absolutely It'd be great if like, there was a bed and breakfast out there. You can just hang out for the weekend, have some pizza, and just maybe some trails. That'd be kind of fun if that was make it look like a little weekend getaway. And you could because you could find some of those spots yeah. you're talking about around, around there. Yeah. Mm, cool. Uh, well, that does it for this week's edition of This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast. I just, I've been, I like doing that. Just sounds. The way you said this bites, you mean? The Milwaukee's culinary podcast. It sounds, well, that's, that's what it sounds are, professional. Right? It sounds like it belongs in a James Beard, like a James Beard nominated podcast. <laughs> Just saying. You know, I think the nominees, uh, nomination is coming up in a few months. Uh-huh. Just put it out there in the world. Yeah. You know what they say when you put it out in the universe, Tariq? Yeah. <laughs> things come back to you. I don't know what things, but things may come back to you. Yeah, maybe a parking ticket. Uh, this fight is produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the licensed lab with support from Society Insurance and, of course, our generous membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the Malort cold. Sipping chocolate with a little chocolate bars Malort. No, absolutely not. I draw the line with that. I like chocolate way too much to do that. Anyway, take care, Anne. Happy Labor Day weekend. Wear your helmet on your Harley, by the way. I will. I will. I will. I will.